everyone. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Snacks in the City. Welcome back. Welcome Welcome. back. Welcome back. Snacks is back. I forgot we're remote, so I just didn't join you because it always sounds crazy. (laughs) 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 But I was lip syncing along, so you head back up. Don't worry. Thanks. So, uh, how are you? I'm good. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I just really stretched an inopportune moment, but I'm good. <laughs> um, how are you doing? I'm doing so good. And I know that people don't normally hear that from me, but I'm I'm really doing good. So it's it's exciting. Do you do you want to know something um, really cool? Yes. I just signed a new lease, and I'm officially going to be a city girl. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. I'm doing all the things at the bad times. So, oh, my God. I can't <laughs> wait for you to live close to me. I know. Like, we're going to be 10 minutes apart. It's going to be so great. Hot girl summer. Woo! I can't wait to shimmy my way around Lincoln Park. Me either. Oh, I'm so excited. Me too. All right. Who are you doing? Okay, so the choices this week are really funny to me um, because they just, we'll start with the men. They tug on my heartstrings. There's Ryder Strong. If you're not familiar, he is Sean Hunter, a.k.a. the boyfriend of my dreams when I was like, I don't know, 10. But the other option is Reggae Jean Page. From Bridgerton, the man of my dreams currently right now. Yeah. I picked reggae. I have have to go with the Duke of Hastings. I have to. I knew it. I have no choice. You have no choice. I burned for him. I burned for him. I I also burned for a young Ryder Strong, but, and also just like the name Ryder Strong. Are you kidding? Right. I like it. Me too. But also, I got I gotta go like, with the Duke. Yeah, something about Ryder Strong when you're like twelve and he has that floppy hair and he's like knows how to flirt with girls is really doing something. But him as an adult is just like eh, he's probably somebody's dad. Yeah, which is great for him. Yeah, but it's not just for like me. not like the Duke of Hastings. <laughs> right. like, he's gonna sweep me up and toss me on a horse. And we're yeah. going to ride off into the prairie together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then now I have a really funny question for you. Because just like between Rachel and Rachel, who are you going to do? Because like I'm going to do Rachel. I'm going to do Rachel too. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. No. But really, which Rachel? I'm going to do Rachel Kirk Connell. She's okay. so pretty. So I'm also going to do Rachel Kirkconnell, and I think that that's going to get us in some hot water. Let's talk about some numbers here. So let's back up a second. Ryder got 13% of the vote. Um, Reggae took home 87%, and it's like, duh. I saw that coming a mile away. It's the Duke. Of course he was going to win. Yeah. But between the Rachels, there's Rachel Lindsay and Rachel Kirkconnell, and Rachel, both Rachels are so pretty. Mm-hmm. So I was interested to see how it would go. Rachel Kirkconnell lost by a lot. Wow. 65% to Rachel Lindsay. 35% to Rachel K. Do we think people are not voting for her because she sucks? Well, I don't know. But also, maybe they want, like, an older woman. Rachel Kirkconnell is very young. You know what? That's true. That's true. I don't know. Something about Rachel Lindsay just, like... I don't know. She's pretty, but, like, I don't know. It's just, like, is she the one I'm picking if it's do or die? Right. And I'm so sorry, but it's it's a no for me, dog. Yeah. Um. Okay. I feel like I have a who you doing. I mean, not a who you doing. A top three. And <laughs> it's a little interactive this time. 
Wow. It's a little interactive this time. And I'm going to leave it up to you and the crowd if I should do it this way more often. Because sometimes on a Monday morning, listening to myself just like rattle off the stories, it's just like I wish that I would never talk again. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I know most people just feel that way about hearing their own voice. Yeah. So I decided to set it up in a way right now. Where I'm going to break it up a little bit. And you let me know how you feel. Okay. The collective you. You and the listeners. Which, by the way, I wanted to give a small shout out. I've been watching the numbers. And there's more of you out there. So if you're new to the Snacks fam, hey. Welcome. Welcome. We like you and you're going to like it here. Okay. Now let's get into it. The first story is Will Smith fully broke the internet by posting a picture of his dad bod. Um, he's in boxers and like a trap jacket that's wide open showing mm -hmm. up this new soft belly of his he's got a dad bod and um he says i'm gonna be real with y'all i'm in the worst shape of my life and he loves his body but he wants to feel better so he's partnering with youtube to document his getting back into shape the band um, youtube no the oh, no. internet website <laughs> youtube oh, oh my god b mm -hmm. that's like that uh, <laughs> Have you seen those TikToks? And it's like, um, what was one I saw? And it's like, you say one thing. Oh, yeah. But it's like, no, I'm daddy. But then they're like, oh, you take that medicine that helps you stay awake and not eat for hours. No, that's Addy. I'm daddy. That's what you just did mm -hmm. with YouTube. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I... Personally, he started a conversation about body positivity, and I wanted to gather your thoughts on it. Um, so he makes a point to say that he loves his body, but he wants to feel better with an emphasis on health and how you feel mentally mm -hmm. rather than your size and physical appearance. How do you feel about that? Like when you're approaching working out, is that where you're coming from? Are you focused on the feeling and the mental health of it all? Yeah. And, and like, just, well, I feel like I, I know that I feel better when I work out regularly. And I also know that my pants will fit better on my body. <laughs> and, like, I will physically feel better and I will emotionally feel better when I work out. Amen. Me too. And I will look better. Which, like, leads to you feeling better. Right. Like, look currently, good, feel good. Look good, feel good, exactly. Like, look currently, good, feel better. Oh. Put that in the book. That's good. Okay. Now, here's another one. I don't even know her name because I couldn't find it. But this, t this girl on TikTok has gone viral because she matched with Matthew Perry on celebrity oh, dating app. I was hoping you were Raya. about this. And she said that she matched with him as a joke and then she wasn't expecting him to like match back, but he did. Mind you, this girl was um eighteen at the time. She was very young compared to he's like almost fifty. So people are really like going in on that. But more importantly to me, it's like mean to match with somebody just like as a joke, just to have content for your TikTok. So she like FaceTimed with him from her computer and had like her mom or her friend or something film it and mm -hmm. put it on TikTok. And it just like felt so invasive to me. Like when you watch the video, like he's clearly like being flirty and like trying to get to know her. And she's just like laughing and fully just did it. So she had something to post. Um, She's been banned from the app because that's the whole point. Is it's supposed to be really like it's like really exclusive, exclusive, and that's why celebs use it. And so, just like what what's your take on that? What did, do you have any thoughts? Because this actually made me really upset. Yeah, I didn't read anything about it. I was just hoping that we were we're going to talk about it. So I really don't know any facts. But she is. While it's gross, she is eighteen and. The point of this app is to, like, find somebody and, like, you know, just, like, dating apps, go, whatever. And, oh, my God, I literally just fully lost my train of thought. It <laughs> left the station. Where did it go? Oh, my God. 
Um, all right. Well, I'm glad she got banned from the app because, like, I was, yeah, I was worried that people were going to be, like, on her side. And I was like, that's me. No, I'm glad people are, like, calling her out. And at first I was nervous because people were just going on and on about why is Matthew Perry out here matching with 18 year old girls? Why are they matching with him? Exactly. More importantly, the issue to me is, like, you can't, like, get on the internet and call somebody creepy because that's, like, damaging to their reputation but also like you can't go seeking it out also you're like now nobody wants to date you you it's know it's not like, creepy because to him you he thinks you like him right by also swiping right you have now consented to like i'm open and ready for any conversation that's going to come of this like yeah unless he was like saying inappropriate right. thing like and i don't i don't think that he was because i feel like I mean, she's a thirst bucket. She would have said so. Um, But just the little clip you can see on TikTok, he's just like, are you nervous or do you always play with your hair this often? And that just, like, makes me sad because he's, like, trying to be nice to her. Yeah. And, like, she mentioned she set the age limit so high because she wanted her mom to see that there were eligible people, like, in her mom's age group, too, like, trying to convince her mom to get on a dating app. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's totally fine. But, like, maybe let's not match with people and make them think that, you know, they're going to talk to you. Right. And you're just, like, passing it off to your mom. And Something then put about them on blast here. for talking to you. Yeah, like, so let's not. You didn't not. have to match with him. Or she could have said, she could have matched with him and be like, sorry, I'm actually on this with my mom. Right. Or, like, Don't put a picture up of you and your mom and be like, hey, bye. By the way, in that first picture, that's my mom. How do you how how you feeling about that? Right. Does that blow your boat? Yeah. So I don't think he did anything wrong. He either. And I was never even a huge Chandler Bong fan. Chandler Bong, I was. Um, but you know what? I actually I'm not gonna lie. I find Chandler like so annoying. (laughs) He's so funny. No, he's funny, but like just his character really irks my soul sometimes but like i'll never complain about him ever again you know never mm-hmm. again we stand chandler in this house now yeah okay and this last one's a doozy i know you didn't watch the documentary but just we're gonna hitch a ride on the free britney train for one second here okay. britney fans buckle up dm us i want to talk about it so there's been this conspiracy theory going on that Britney Spears does not actually have access to any of her social media. Um, it's like somebody else running it. She's allowed to take the pictures and the videos and edit them, but somebody else is the one who, like, she sends it to somebody else. They post it, and then they write a caption that, like, sounds like Britney wrote it. Multiple staff members of hers, ex-staff members of hers, have, like, confirmed this tea but there's also people out there who currently work for Britney who are like that's not true it's 100% her and it's like well her dad pays you so I don't trust anything you're saying because he has proven he's a dirty nasty liar and will do whatever it takes to stay in charge of her money um so lately if you read Britney's captions they seem very different So people are thinking now she actually has access to her Instagram Mm -hmm. because they're trying to do a little damage control. And I'm I'm halfway there. I think that maybe it might be Miss Brittany Jean herself because this week she posted the longest, craziest Instagram caption I've ever seen. Not crazy and like she's, you know, speaking like bobbledygook, just like actually <laughs> crazy how long it is because usually her captions aren't like this um and she's talking about how she's really over how many documentaries are just like taking the worst most traumatizing parts of her past and just talking about it over and over without even consulting her or thinking about how she would feel mm-hmm. and she's like it's also weird to me that it's like in the guise of like helping me and like i don't know the betterment of my life and it's like not because you're just talking about the tough times and like I get it it's interesting but like I do have really amazing things I've accomplished and 
like I've had really good times in my life and those are just being completely breezed over as if I have only lived this like crazy horrible life and it's just like can we look into the future yeah and she's like on a lighter note here's a video of me dancing I can't wait to get a koi pond in my backyard she tags Martha Stewart to talk about how she has this amazing garden and then she tags Paris Hilton and she's like I'm sliving my best life because Paris Hilton always says that and it's just like bizarre like I don't know what sparked this or where it came from or any of the things but I was happy to read it because it seems like it might be her. We'll never, we will literally never know. We will literally never know. And it just like makes me so sad because if it's not her, I like, that's what freaks me out. It's like, I'm thinking about if it is this random staff member writing this, trying to like turn the public's conversation, yikes, you yeah. know, like that feels really yucky to me. But everyone stay tuned because Brittany was cleared to speak in her upcoming court hearing. And so whenever that happens and whenever that comes out, trust and believe I will be ready and available to take notes and give you guys an update. Because Brittany, in the past decade of all this happening, has like never been able to just speak on her own behalf. So That is so sad. Yeah. That's it. That's all. That's the three. Wow. Those were some. I know they were good. Hard hitting stuff. I'm a journalist. I Just knew kidding. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Bree, are you ready to get into the topic at hand? Maddie, you know those words do something to me. Okay. And I am always <laughs> ready. <laughs> well, this week we are talking about. One strong mother figure. <laughs> because it's Mother's Day, you know, yeah. this Sunday, today, when if, whenever you're listening, our podcast comes out on Sundays, and it is Sunday, and it is Mother's Day. And so um, shout out to Mama. to it on Monday, then yesterday was Mother's Day. And um, then, um, wait, before you get into it, do you have a favorite Mama song? Because I have two. I ain't gonna be cooking all day, I ain't your mama. <laughs> not quite the vibe because okay. she's literally oh you know mama. i really like mama's song by carrie underwood but it's like i haven't met anybody yet that i'm gonna marry so it doesn't seem right to sing it to her oh okay um i was thinking i loved when you watch spice world and you watch past the ending credits and there's this little extra clip of all the spice girls singing mama I love you. I feel like only a true Spice Girls fan will know the song Mama because it is not one of their biggest hits. But it is the most meaningful. And there's also that song by Tupac that I don't actually know all the words to. But I do know that he's talking about his mother. He goes, you are appreciated. And that also really came to mind. So mm -hmm. there's that. I know exactly what song you're talking about. You know, like I don't know all no, the words. I really don't have any idea what, what, what you're talking about. You don't really serve up Tupac listening kind of gal to me. <laughs> I know California love. My mom actually um, is quite a fan of the song the Mother by Casey Musgraves is very beautiful. It's like a minute long. Oh, wait. It's like it's really sweet. It's really sweet. I Yeah, I know what it is. At first I was like, I don't think yeah. I know that. But I do. And it it's a tearjerker. It's a tearjerker. It's a tearjerker for sure. Um... um Man, I love my mom so much. Me too. And this is the first year I get to celebrate Mother's Day because I'm a godmother. Um, okay, I'm going to just roll along with that one. That's really happy That is you. a thing. Is I it? sent my godmother flowers. You don't get your godmother anything? She probably hates you. Godmother. It's not god aunt. It's not god friend. It's godmother. Yeah, but she's not your mother. But she's a mother. I have never gotten my godmother something for, I mean, I get my godmother if I'm going to, I mean, I have two because my mom has like her two best friends are so close to her. Um, I feel like when I do things for them, I do, I do go extra above and beyond, but I've never gotten them something for Mother's Day. I feel like that's like really exclusive to like your mom. 
Oh, no, I mean, I, I do the whole, the whole, I mean, I just have my godmother and I have my mom. Those are the only people I, well, that's really beautiful. I mean, I think that's really, that's a special bond. I mean, I really do feel so, so connected to my godmothers. Like when I see them, um, they both live really far away from me. So I don't see them often, but when I do, it's like my whole heart is full. So Shoot, maybe I should send them like an yeah, and like if you go to church on Mother's Day, they're like, okay, all mothers, godmothers, stand up. Shoot, I guess yeah, they do do that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Shocker to no one who listens to the show, I suck. So whoops. Yeah, I'll get them next year. But <laughs> mothers, mother figures, take a lot of different shapes. Mother. It can be an aunt. It could be a grandma. It could be a sister. It could be your dad. It could be a family. Anybody. Friend, it could be a teacher. It could be a teacher. Oh, I just watched a really sweet TikTok actually of this little oh, girl. Oh, I saw that. Um, one, I think. Well, she's not a little girl anymore. She's a grown woman now. But she was talking about how um, her mom was going through a tough time, so she would always show up to school wearing the same clothes, and her hair was ratty, and her teacher would always take her into a separate classroom and brush her hair and, like, give her a change of clothes and, like, feed her breakfast. And it was just, like, honestly sweet. And I feel like that's what counts as a mother is, yeah. like, anybody who gives you that extra loving, like, love and care, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and they just – moms always know even when they don't know. Like the other week, my yes. mom was on vacation in Florida and I was like, you know, the time of the month was coming and I was just really, I don't get sad often, but I was like not feeling happy mm-hmm. at the time. And like, I don't have a mail key, but my cousin came up and she was like, oh, you got a letter from your mom. And I was like, what? And it was just like, she was like, I had to buy you this card. Like clearly she didn't know that I was going to be sad that day. And she was on vacation, but like, I was like, she just knew. No, she didn't I'm, know that she knew. There's something so special about mothers and daughters. I mean, not just daughters, but I feel like mothers and daughters specifically, because I'm telling you, there's a connection. Like, your mom didn't know, but she knew. And that card came right on mm-hmm. time. My mom is so the same. My grandma is so the same. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's just there's something so special about a mom and a daughter. Like, I'll never forget. Or mother figure. We're just, yeah, just like, we we'll say mom like, just because, but I mean, you can really enter. Insert your own. Whoever is appropriate for you. Like right before I was going through, my mom and I have had a rocky relationship. I mean, she is my everything, but we do not get along at all times. Like, um, we just have like a rocky story. And so I go through phases. It's, for sure me like I hold on to things and hold grudges and I'm not as nice to my mom as I should be at all times uh but like one thing about that woman is she shows up when it's time to show up and like literally sometimes I'm really not great to my mom and I'm sure people listening to this are gonna judge me and I swear if you knew the whole story you'd be like okay that's why Brie behaves that way but that's another story for another time. I'm not going to get into it. But it's just like we do have a tough situation. My mom had me very young. So we have a little bit more of a mother-sister dynamic or like a sister-sister dynamic than a mother-daughter dynamic. And so sometimes that gets trickier because um, like my grandma is also a mom to me. And so it just gets tricky sometimes. And that leads to me not being as nice as I should or as appreciative as I should, you know, because I just get the rules confused every once in a while but like I didn't even realize my first big breakup was coming like it did but I was not acknowledging it and my mom had a talk with my grandma and my grandma told her she was like oh Brie was crying the other day and she told me a little piece of the story and I think maybe maybe it might be time maybe she might have you know a tough way of coming at her and I had no idea this conversation happened and I was, like, still fully in denial, okay? Like, I had no, I, to me, I had no idea this big breakup was coming. I was, like, fully avoiding the facts. And, like, my mom just took me out to dinner, and we were having champagne and, like, having a great time. And she was like, I just need you to know, like, whenever you are going through anything, 
you call me, I will drop literally anything and everything. And I will be there for you if you just need to cry, watch a movie, and get a snuggle. You are never too old for a snuggle from your mama. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to be sad, but okay. Fast forward three weeks, and I was sobbing my whole little heart out. And I just, like, immediately, me and my mom don't even talk. Sometimes for weeks, I don't talk from, to my mom. And everyone's always like, oh, my God, Brie, that's crazy. But, like, I don't know. I just, like, so independent. But I, like, won't talk to my mom for a really long time until something's going on. And I'm like, literally, fuck every other human on this planet. I want my mother. Yeah. Like, there's nothing your mom can't fix. I laid in my mom's armpit for two weeks straight. And she was like, it's going to be fine. And I was like, yeah. And she literally fixed me. That's what moms do. There's nothing that fixes you like a snuggle from your mama. There isn't. Um, I mean, my mom is not a cuddler, which explains why I'm the way that I am. But I slept in my mom's bed, like, literally head on her stomach until I was 11. Oh, my God. Like, she, I had my own room, my own bed, everything. My whole life. And I just never slept there. Well, whatever makes you comfortable, Brie. My mom was, like, so ready for me to get out of her room. And I was like, never. <laughs> Even now, if I go to her house, I'm like, I'm not going to, I still share a bed with my mom whenever, like if we go on vacation, I'm going to share a bed with my mom. Even if there's a full on bed for me to have to myself. Wow. I love her. I wouldn't. She <laughs> snores, but, um, <laughs> no, she doesn't snore that bad. But also another thing. If I'm the least bit sad and I call my mom, as soon as she answers, I start crying. Oh, yeah. It is so weird because I'm not a crier and she's not a crier. But your mom's just like a safe space for that. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, But also then when I moved into the apartment that I live in, my sister is living. I live. I live here with her. <laughs> Which so is now so it's cute like, and lucky for you guys. Yeah. So now like she's kind of like she's the mother hen here for sure yeah and those two times that i cried inappropriately after i watched mama mia here we go again and when i stormed out of mariana's crying like whenever i cry my sister cries like because i don't cry often it's just like oh my god oh my god but like she is just always like she has that like motherly spirit she does not like when i'm sad and it's like it really her mother like her mothering comes out yeah for sure (laughs) and she's literally done it for me too like same boy same breakup um I was talking to her and I was telling her this story thinking like oh my god it's so complicated and she was like Brie it's in tears she really is like connected to other people's emotions she's in tears and she was like Brie do you not understand how that's worse what you're explaining to me is that doesn't make him sound better that doesn't justify how he's behaving that's worse and you deserve better and I was like like something about your sister like that really speaks to your mom is like your sister is such a mother and she's not a mother yet like I just feel so safe to comfortable like I feel like there's stuff about past relationships I have like really laid in your sister's bed and just like cried about it to her and like maybe you don't even know some of the stories because she just has that like soft yeah hugginess to her yeah she literally will be like like, you can lay in my bed and I'm gonna tell you the truth and it's not gonna be easy to hear but I'm gonna hug you through it and also I do have some secret snacks up in my room do you want some and honestly I don't have an older sister an only child so like I that really means something to me and it's like that's what's cool about making bonds with like women in general is like it doesn't need to be your mom to have that like mom like feel like obviously your sister is not old enough to even be my mother but like she feels so mothery to me yeah when like just like an extra mom and like you know I come home drunk too I feel like your home's my second home I come home drunk and I'm like I'm sad about this. Mm-hmm. And your sister is fully available to me. I'm like, do you want to sit in my room? And I'm like, yeah. And we'll yeah. talk about it. And, like, she never makes me feel bad. 
you know, like she's going to give me the tough love and she's going to tell me the thing that I need to hear, but it's never like I'm leaving here feeling like shameful or something. I just feel so happy to have like had space to feel heard and safe and comforted. Yeah. That's what she's comforting is Mm -hmm. really, she's got that. And my mom is one of seven children six of which are girls. So like my mom's side of the family is very girl heavy. Like it is really nice. Yeah, it is. It is really nice, but it's very like the women are in charge. (laughs) Oh, for sure. (laughs) And, but like, so I have a lot of older girl cousins and like, they all like, I, you know, if you ever need an extra loving hand. Oh, for sure. And extra motherly, whatever. Like if, I mean, I, I, there's always someone that I can go to, like, yeah, that will help me. That's what's nice about having a large family. My grandma is one of 16. Oh my God. That's so nice. And yeah. My, oh my God. My great grandmother was busy. So many kids. I don't know. I think there's five girls, six girls. So there's a lot of women. And the women really run the show. Like, the women in our family keep the show running. They keep everyone I together. that is, like, everything. Like, because um, you know what? It's a man's world, but it ain't nothing without the woman. And, and you the know, woman is the neck of the house. She yes. She turns the head whatever way she wants. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, sure, the men are keeping things running. But what is what is a home without a woman? Truly. Truly, like what I have no idea. the the women in our lives, like I really implore everyone to like. Right now, my family is going through a thing. Like, my grandpa just recently had like a really scary health situation, and he was very much like, and we're a very traditional family. Like, my grandpa's the head of the house; he's the man of the house. Um, my dad was very much not in the picture, so to me, my grandpa is my dad. Like. He is my everything, my rock in life. But, like, what I've always learned is, like, watching my grandparents, it's like, the man is in charge, and he's the head of the household. But the woman (laughs) runs the show. Yeah. Because my grandma, like, I tell her, even especially now, she really needs a lot of support um, because my grandpa can't do much. Um, So she's always been running the show. Always. But, like, now my grandpa's kind of, like, down a notch, and she's very, like, nervous about running the whole house. And I had told her the other day, I said, You've been running this you joint have for years? been running this joint for years. I was like, you don't need anybody to tell you anything. You got it. Like, yeah. you have truly, my whole life is my grandma. Like, everything that I am I is from my mother. Like, my whole personality, everything that I do is my mother. I literally earlier, I put my hair in a ponytail and my grandpa's nephew is in town to help us because obviously we need like a stronger man to help move my grandpa around. And he was like, oh my God, you are your mother's twin. And I was like, everyone tells me that. Like I have my mother's spirit and like any of those little pieces of me that aren't my mom, and she'll say, I don't know who raised you. I don't know how you got it like that. Like, I don't know. Who are you? The more I bond with my grandma, the more I talk to her. It's like, I got it from her. It's just in my blood. I just didn't know it. Because my grandma, when she was my age, was real spally. Meg D. Meg D. Like, wow. my grandma was really putting people in check and having Jeannie fun. Jeannie Jeannie D. Stallion. She was the original. <laughs> like... Like, she used to sing at bars, and, like, she we grew up, like, we. She grew up in a very... <laughs> my grandma is my best friend. I love her so much. Excuse you? I mean, you're my best friend, but obviously you have to make a special space for Jeannie. True, true, true. But she grew up in this very religious household. She wasn't even allowed to wear pants until she moved out of the family home. Like, you weren't allowed to do so like she wasn't allowed to go outside unless she was with one of her brothers like very very traditional very like patriarchal religious home and she moved out and she was like yeah I liked dating your grandpa because then I could just do whatever I wanted he always gave me space to do what I wanted and like be myself 
And that's what you need in a man. Like, you need somebody who's going to let you be yourself, let you do what you want, but also provide. <laughs> like, that's all, that's all you need. You need a partner. Like, yeah. she was like, I had never tried it. So, like, I she would, like, sneak out to go sing at bars, which was, like, very scandalous back wow. in her day. And I was like, oh, my God. I see you dance at bars all the time. And she was like, I know. And it just brings me so much joy to see you like living your life and just like doing that. And she used to make my grandpa buy her reefer. Wow. She was like, I would tell him if he wanted to hang out with me, he had to pick up my best friend and he had to buy us reefer. Can you even? And I was like, oh my God. So like that little wild child streak in me, like I fully got it from her and she fully embraces that in me. She's like, She tells me all the time. I feel so, like, happy, and I can't wait to have a daughter of my own to, like, instill that in her, too. She's like, when you're young and you're single, you don't worry about catching a man. You worry about living your life. You worry about having experiences. She's like, you go out and you drink and you dance and you sing with your friends. You travel. You see the world and you, like, build something for yourself. You put some money aside. I don't care who you marry. You have a stash of money to yourself on the side because a man is a man and he can wake up any day and decides he wants a younger, prettier model. And then what will you be? Fine, because you've lived your life and you've stacked some money on the side. Mm -hmm. And she always tells me, she's like, I don't care. You can date the same boy over and over, break up, get back together, new guy every week, whatever you want. You live your life for you. Because that's what God put you here to do. And I just think that's that's pretty sound advice. You know? Like, and I've done that. Like, every guy I've ever dated, I feel like we break up and get back together. And my friends are always like, don't do it. Don't do it. But my grandma's always told me, if you feel it, you do it. Because what are you going to do when you're 80, wish that you did? Yeah. You might as well just do it while you're young and you have the time. She's like, and while you have the body. Exactly. She was like, I, <laughs> she and my grandpa broke up briefly, um, before they got married. And she was like, oh, I really taught him something. And it's honestly, she probably will be so annoyed at me for telling the story, but it's something I keep in my back pocket because it really is special to me. Um, they broke up and so I know my grandma is a true boss queen. Okay. We always call her Gangster Granny because she grew up in the church, but she grew up on the south side of Chicago. So, you know, she's got a little, just a little, just a little sprinkle of hood in her. And my grandpa was, you know, not behaving the to way that liking. she would like him to behave. And she was like, you know, we had a baby and we lived together and I worked and he worked and... You know, he was really providing for us, and I worked because I like to work. I told him I'm not going to be the kind of woman who stays home with a baby. Absolutely not. So we figured it out. We had a schedule. You know, I worked when he wasn't working. You know, we had flip-flopped schedules, and he would come home on the weekend and just immediately change his clothes and be, oh, I'm going to the bar with my friends. I'll be back. Meanwhile, I came home from work. I worked a full day, and I'm cooking a meal for him to come home and have dinner with me and our baby our baby and just you know a couple weeks in a row he just kept doing that he would come home he would change his clothes and he would go out to the bar with his friends and I'd be like okay and she said so one day I just stopped cooking dinner on Friday night so I ordered takeout for myself and I fed the baby and I just sat and watched tv and just one Friday he decided to come home thinking there was going to be a cooked meal and I said Forty-eight. I thought you were going to the bar with your buddies, since that's what you do instead of hanging out with your fiance and your baby. And you know he got mad, and she was like, "But then the behavior didn't change." And she was like, "So every weekend I would go to visit my mother and father in the city, and I would just pack up a few things each time, and me and the baby would go, and I would leave a couple things at my mom's house each time." Took me about a month, but I finally moved just about everything me and the baby had. Um, and your grandpa was like, okay, I'm going to drop you off. You want to go see your mom and dad? And I was like, yeah. And then he came back on Sunday, you know, the next morning to pick me up and was like, okay, come on, we got to get home. And she said, 
Oh no, I live here now. <laughs> I've moved. When you get home, you'll see um, me and the baby's things are gone. Because you like to go out on Friday and Saturday and then hang out with us on Sunday. And your family is full time. It's not just a little hobby. So I decided you can have the apartment. You can continue to pay for it by yourself. And I'm going to stay here with my parents until I find a new place. And she was like, he was devastated. Shattered in. And I took pride in it. I was like, yeah. Because that's how I felt when you chose your friends over me and our baby. Over and over and over. And she got a new boyfriend. She didn't even get one buck. She got a new boyfriend. She was living her life. And my grandpa fully was like, all right, all right. I get it. I see. Never had an issue. They had another baby, got married immediately. And the rest is history. What's crazy is, like, the rest is history. And, like, all my life, their love story has been my ideal. But, like, currently what we're going through right now with his health and, like, they have a solid love. And it's, like, what I learned from that is, like, my grandma told me, like, your friends might try to shame you or, like, people you're related to or anything and, like, shame you on your process. And she's, like, you just have to be strong enough to know your process is your process and whoever is your person is going to be your person. And whatever you feel like you're willing to do or go through, that's up to you and up to God. And I was, like, because she, like, on had a rich ass other boyfriend and like very much could have lived a different life but she taught him a lesson and I feel like ever since she told me that story I was like maybe 14 when she told me that story the first time and I was like I hold the power and I'll let boys walk all over me and I feel like I really appreciate her for that that's good Grandmas and mothers and mother figures are always giving the best advice. Truly the epitome of tough like a mother. She was like, I mean, it wasn't fun or happy to do that. And mothers but it's are like, always willing to make that choice. That like, but it's like, once you have that, exactly. Because you will never baby, not love your mother. I mean, unless you don't. Right. But like, like, I feel like mother figure. Course, like, everyone yeah. is like a mother figure. Like, and everyone they always, always has give me the yes. harsh truth. Yeah. Because they know that you'll always love them. Mom literally in high school told me, Brownie, you're a mean girl. She said, you're a mean girl, Brie. You're a bitch. Yeah, basically. She told me, she was like. She wrote the lyrics? Honestly, she wrote it before Janice Ian. Yeah, she like approved that line for her. She was like, you're a mean girl. Nobody's going to find that cute. Somebody's going to beat you up. You keep talking to people like that. Oh, my God. Because I was, I was not a nice girl. And I feel like I thought it was cute until, like, it took my mom saying, like, you're mean. And it, that's not how I raised you. And you shouldn't talk to people. It's like, somebody's going to beat you up and you're going to come home and you're going to be crying about it. And I'm going to say, you deserved it. And I was like, maybe I should reevaluate how I'm behaving. Nobody gives you a wake-up call like your mama. Truly. Truly. Also, I want to give a shout-out to my mom specifically. Because she raised me, like, young as fuck and by herself. Like, my mom had me when she was 18. A baby herself. And she finished school and got a job. And honestly, I have been the most spoiled, rotten little bitch like it was not easy to raise but like I truly have had literally everything I've ever wanted I can't think I just was saying I just was hanging out with my mom on Saturday and I said to my auntie Lisa I said you know my mom doesn't tell me no if I ask her for something right now she might pretend she's not gonna get it for me but then the next time I see her she's gonna have it And that's just always been my life. Like, I have never, I feel like so sad when I watch TV, like things on TV where people like didn't grow up with their dad and it's like this big thing in their life. Like, they're so sad and something was missing and, you know, like they just like are longing for that. And I'm really thankful that I've had the kind of mother that I never felt that. Like, I was like very aware that I did not have a dad present but like 
my mom just was like so cool and like available and giving like I didn't feel like oh I don't have a dad this is so sad for me and literally anytime he tried to talk to me I was like fucking loser my mom's so cool leave me alone currently to date he still wants to be my friend so badly and I keep telling him you made your choice no you made your bed and you can lie in it like me and my mom are good I we don't need you we never needed you and honestly like I would be much happier if you stopped trying to talk to me ever (laughs) like I'm so happy with just my mom which I feel like really lucky I feel like a lot of people don't have that experience mm-hmm. like mom's really cool she's not a regular mom she's a cool mom she's not a regular mom she's a cool mom my mom's a regular mom and a cool mom your mom's a regular mom and a cool mom she chooses the the time that she needs to be cool and the time that she needs to be regular oh my god my, does your mom ever tell you no one of your friends I'm your mother and then gets like really stern on you no my mom, like, I think maybe because my mom's so young, she, like, sometimes has to remind me we are not friends and some of the things I'm saying to her are not okay. <laughs> She's like, okay, so we're not friends and that's not cool. I don't want to know. That's funny. You know? But, like, now I'm older, so there's less of those moments. Mm-hmm. Less, less of those moments. But my mom's really cool. You want to know a great life lesson I learned from my mom? Mm-hmm. Um, she caught me sending nudes. Oh my god! In high school, and um, I don't remember what happened. That I got in trouble, and she took my phone away. And she takes my phone, and you know, obviously, she goes through it to see what other kind of trouble I'm getting into. And um, within the phone, she finds, "Hey, I'm dating a boy." I was the rules were I was not allowed to date until I was 16. And I was very much dating a boy. And she was reading my text and was like, oh, my God. She's, like, texting this boy. And she's telling him, I love you. And, like, they're f- that's fully her boyfriend, you know. She scrolls down a little further and sees I am sending this boy salacious pictures. At that point, they were not full on nudes, but, like, very suggestive. Like, fresh out of the shower in a towel. Wow. Vibes. And um, something I carry with me today is she pulled up the picture, opened it big and wide on the screen, and brought it up to me and went, do you feel proud of this? I'm sure when you took it, you felt pretty, right? You felt pretty, and that's why you sent it. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, but are you proud of it? And I said, well, I look pretty, and she said, well... Not, not proud of it. Right, and she said, but if his mother were to go through his phone, like I just went through yours, and she doesn't know you, because nobody knows you two are dating, because you're not allowed to be dating. This is the first impression she has of you. Is this how you want her to know you? And I was like, okay, you got me there. And she said, further... This is on the front of your school newspaper this Friday. Oh, my God. This is how you want people to know Brie Winston. And I started to cry because that's not how I want people to know Brie Winston. And she told me, if that's what you're proud of, then that's what you're proud of. But you should not be doing things, anything you do. You should feel okay with somebody typing up a story and printing out a picture of it. And putting on the front page of the newspaper for everybody you know to see. Yeah. They didn't have Snapchat back then, so. I, it was just, like, a full-blown, like, I Save took this it. forever, boy. Save, right? Like. That mother knows best. And after that, I was like, all right, you gotta. Because I was, I was firing off nudes like it was my job back then. That is insane. Because I was, like, really prude and I didn't want to touch my boyfriend at all. But I didn't want him to, like, find a new girlfriend that was going to touch him. So I was like, all right, I can let him look at it. And so there was really a lot to find in my phone. And my mom, I feel like, handled it. She didn't shame me. She didn't make me feel bad. But she did frame it in a way and was like, think about it. Maybe rethink your actions. It didn't make me stop sending nudes. (laughs) <laughs> but it did oh <laughs> it did make me stop for a little bit and it did make me you know mm-hmm. reframe my thinking and how I was approaching dating so 
Well, you know, like they say in the movie Tangled, Mother knows best. Listen to your mumsy. Mother knows. She sucked, though. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Good she song. Was good <laughs> song. Good message. Our but... witches. <laughs> she is the example of the mother you don't want to keep around. Yeah. You don't want so to keep So you around. find the mothers in your life. Like, the other week, I was so drunk. My friend got me home safely, and she was my mother that night. <laughs> you know... Your mom shows up and everyone you see. Also, I would like to point out that, like, you know what? Fuck it. Sometimes your dad is your mom. Because yeah. if you're living a life where, like, maybe your mom is no longer here. she or maybe, she's so scary sometimes. Right. Like, maybe she dad. wasn't a good one or she passed away or she is unavailable to you in some way. Like, pick a daddy. Because mm-hmm. you know what? Don't. Don't say daddy when we're talking about actual dads. Oh my god, I didn't mean like dirty daddy. I well, that's why like, that's saved for dirty daddies. Just say dad. My bad. Are it's you f- Eloise? I don't have a dad. I don't know how it goes. Would you call, if you were close to a dad, would you ever call him daddy? I mean, I don't know. I never got to find out. I know that people actually do that, but now Some it people, just seems weird. I mean, I don't know. Given the... Now you the made climate. it weird, so no, I guess not, but... People call their dad's daddy. All right, you you guys knew where I was going with that, like, because like when we do an episode about dads, I'm gonna talk about my yeah, mom. Next month is um, Father's Day, and I'll tell a story about how my mom was a good dad. I can't wait to hear it. But you know what? Enjoy your moms this weekend and every weekend for the rest of your life. Or your mother figures. Yeah, just like whoever's your mom. Give her a hug and tell her. Honestly, tell her thank you. Because the older I get, the more I realize it is so important to just like be nice to your mom. Or your mother figures like, my mom, I didn't have a dad. She didn't have anybody helping her. So it was like my grandma and my aunt helped her. And like, I just hold all of them so closely. And it's like, even when you think you're being nice, be nicer. Mm-hmm. They have gone through a lot to help you get to where you are. And like... Yeah, my family's doing a lot of reminiscing these days, and I'm realizing, god damn, I was a fucking tool. Well, everyone was tool, and honestly, I should have been spanked more often. Should have been grounded more often. You want me to punch you in the face? Literally never. I just wanted to offer a helping hand. (laughs) No, I don't think that that would help the character development. I would never punch you in the face. Just like. In general, I kind of was a brat. And I'm just, you know. Well, so this is everyone's wake-up call to just be nice. Be nice to your mom. And, like, text her more often because she loves it. Yeah. That's my goal. My mom loves a good Bitmoji. Oh, my grandma loves Bitmoji. (laughs) Um, So, you know, have a great day. Tell your mom figure that you love them. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at snack. Uh, at underscore snacks in the city. Follow us on Twitter at snacks underscore in the city. You can follow us on TikTok at snacks underscore in the city. And our personal handles on all platforms are at Maddie Brissetto and at Brianna underscore Armin. Amen. And with that, snacks, snacks out. out.